once again. Welcome to the Super Gym World Podcast, episode seven. Yeah, man, this is um gonna be a catch up episode. Um, I was supposed to drop an episode last month, and my body said nah. <laughs> but we here now. We back caught up. We on the fly, and um, yeah, man, let's get this thing started. Just a slight catch up on what's been going on with gaming, but a little bit more on the deep level, on the customizable level. Um, we're going to be looking at the NVIDIA graphics cards drops and the debacles that's been following that. And, you know, this is like the time of pre-orders. We got all the new tech dropping, new consoles. And, bruh, bots. This is the first time... I have seen bots go this hard on both sides. You have the the, the moment that the 3080 dropped, foul. It was gone. It was fucking gone. Now my question is, how do you fight it? That got answered fast. We got dudes who built bots to drive up the prices on like eBay when the bots tried to take all the pre-orders. They made bots that would skyrocket the price on eBay. So ain't nobody gonna buy no $13,000 graphics card pre-order. You ain't even guaranteed to get the shit. It's not even like you buying the physical things like at, at, at the MSRP, the recommended price from the manufacturers. Nope, these are just the scalpers who use the bots to buy up the pre-orders and then the real goons who was like, we ain't doing that shit. These niggas literally made bots to raise the prices of the scalpers selling tactics and kick them out of the game. So now these dudes waste a lot of money. Now we know there's going to be people who just see some shit is available. Pop, click the button. And they ain't guaranteed nothing. So... That is, might might be one of the funniest things I have seen in gaming history. Now, me, I'm going after the 3070. That's dropping in a few weeks. That thing is supposed to be on par with the 2080 Ti. Or the 2080, like, in between the power levels of the standard 2080 and the 2080 Ti from the previous generation. And now with this next one, the 30s. They saying that, like, the, 30, the 3060 and the 50. I don't know if there's going to be a 50, but I know the 60 is on par with the 2080. The 3070, $300. Excuse me? These prices got low. Now, on top of that, to go along with those coming out, you also got the Oculus Quest 2, which if you keep up with my stuff I drop I drop a lot but when it comes to the drops and the, the videos I, I manufacture and throw together you look at them joints you know I'm with the Oculus Quest I'm team Quest fuck Facebook but I'm team Quest and when it comes to the tech that allows you to do some spectacular things in VR wirelessly the Quest 2 is dropping also in October and I think it's the 13th I'm not going to pull up the actual date go look it up when it comes to that shit dropping, that's $300. So that's, if you're looking at the 3070, 
All you need to upgrade is a graphics card. 3070, that's $300. Then you got the Quest 2, 64 gigabyte model, that's another $300. We six up. Now, if you want a console, you're going to be paying around the same individually. I think it's like $300 for the standard PS4, and then five, $400 or $500 for the disc version, the big boy version. And the Xbox Series X, that's all over the place. A lot of series going on at once. Shit needs to be in syndication. That's just how I feel. But besides how they doing things, I'm going to PC side. I'm upgrading my um, my graphics card and getting the Quest 2. And that's really what my main gear towards this next gen of gaming I feel VR is the next gen of gaming. I believe the consoles are going to be cool. But bitch, I'm trying to go to the polar arctic in this motherfucker. When it comes to usability and shit I can do. I've been putting up tutorials for emulators. I got two episodes out. Episode three is dropping after this um, podcast drops. And that one's going to be, it's actually going to be three and four. I'm doing the Wii U setup. And we're going to be taking a look at how to mod physical consoles. So I'm going to start low end. We're going to go current day 2020 for PSPs, which you can do with a PSP. Um, the next one that I think that everybody still got their hands on, you got a 3DS laying around somewhere if you got kids or whatever. We're going, we're going to take a look at that. We're going to do PSP and 3, 3DS at the same time. Then episode 4 is going to focus on Saturn. I mean episode 5 is going to focus on Saturn. So 3 is Wii U. 4 is PSP and 3DS. We're going handhelds. I might sprinkle in some Vita in there too because that's just a browser hack. That's just easy as hell. And then 5 is going to be the Sega Saturn. I'm going to go ahead and get a video up on how to do that. And my stuff, it's not like this. these tutorials don't exist, but when you sit down and listen to a lot of them, they are extremely not like I want to, to say like the dialogue isn't for everyone, but I'm doing this for my people. It's going to be a basic setup of easy to understand for everybody that can just pick up something if you ain't never seen it before and hopefully just get it to where it's running yourself. I want to put the power in your hands and with my linguistics, I'll use my style to portray that information over to you. And that's basically what the whole emulator tutorials section is about and just having that information be received. Because if you have everybody just dropping tutorials and they're all the same they all got a lot of a lot of hits but if you read the comments niggas are still asking questions and i know everybody's configuration for their setup is different so unless like you legit follow my configuration i have under under every video on this channel you won't you should be able to have some kind of like configurability on your side after watching what, how i set it up I'm trying to make it widespread, high end, low end. We can meet in the middle and hopefully get everybody rocking. That's the key. Um, but 
from there, I know we're going to be having, I don't know if they pushed it back, I got to look it up again, but that goes to Tsushima multiplayer. I did a review on the last, not the last episode, but the episode before last. And um, yeah, don't follow the birds. The don't follow the birds episode. That was my official review for Ghost of Tsushima. Um, probably could drop a separate video on it, but I want to wait till that multiplayer is fully out, and then we're just gonna drop it from beginning to end. I want to see the whole package, what they got for us. And I support Sucker Punch like a haymaker, baby. That game, it ain't got no reason to be at the loading time. Why in the hell are the loading times so hard? Did these boys said that they had to increase the loading time so you can actually read the hints at the pause screen? That's technology. It was built on Unreal 5, and I think I don't think I seen anything else with that. The only other engine I got three engines right now. I got my eye on. Unreal 5, Id Tech 5, that was used on Doom Eternal. I think it was Id Tech 5. An RE engine. That was used for the Resident Evil Remake 2 um, and 3 and Devil May Cry 5. RE engine might be the top of my list just for the simple fact of performance, but Unreal Engine proved that you got not only performance, even though Ghost is locked at 30, I'd love to see that in 60, but having it locked at 30 allows them to stream textures a lot smoother. That, like I said, the loading time, when you die, you reload back, bow, you back with us already. And that's in Ghost of Tsushima, that game is no joke. And they bring a multiplayer to that with that entire combat system and mechanic. Jeez. And yeah, that's all I got to say about that. We are excited for for more ghost action. Jen is my boy. I don't think we're playing as Jen. I think we're playing as the characters from the Mythic Tales. So all the Mythic quests that are in the game, you're playing as those characters. You can customize them going through all of the mythical battles that is going on. It's highly, highly stylized and fantasy driven unlike the original game where it's just more based in reality because that shit actually happened in a sense not maybe exactly to that but that's history and yeah man from there um i do want to talk about the sega saturn i know it was talking about emulation but i ended up actually finally picking me up a, a legit sega saturn we got games on game um this side would tailor more into the emulation conversation but when it comes to actually getting a system, I'm not about to spend $600 on one game. Not doing it, Jack. And um, all of these, this is all Sega Saturn games right here. We got the whole case outfitted correctly. Got the cover art set up. See the Sonic 3D Blast. And I'm using Japanese art, even if the game is American, just because it fits into a square thing. Because if you're dealing with the American Saturn cases, you're dealing with the longage. We don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. And, um, yeah, man, this Saturn console is so amazing. There's so many games we ain't fucking know about that's out here. Uh, Magic Knight Ray Earth is one I just downloaded. And that game honestly has 
some of the wildest animation that I've seen just in a game. And I know it's an anime as well, but apparently the game has better lore and story progression than the actual anime itself. And it's like a Zelda top-down style, so you get to customize your characters in a sense. But that game is just, that's, that's extremely fun. Um, as well, I finally got my hands on Police Knots. That bad boy been in Japanese on the consoles I own, except for the Sega CD. It's just, it's just too expensive. And I didn't want to emulate it. I didn't, I want to play it on the real console. We want to put it on the official thing and run it how it's supposed to be ran. You don't want no no bullshit crashing on you, pixel popping. It's old, so pixels can pop the fuck in on emulation. Saturn emulation is not up to snuff to me, so we got to get that on the actual console. Um, same with the original Xbox. My boy Hot Sauce. He had to go and grab an Xbox because the original Xbox emulation ain't up to snuff. They're working on it, making progress. But you ain't do it. The PS3's emulation. Go check out my RPCS3 emulator setup tutorial. That one right there will get you set up, but you can see in that video, we got the PS3 rolling, baby. The PS3 is smoking right now. And it just works really good. And a nice segue from here is with the RPCS3 emulator. Um, a lot of games have some sound issues like SSX, the snowboarding joint. That one has really bad sound issues, but the game is fully full-blown playable. So you can pop, pop off tricks, you can do everything you need to do, but the sound is still chopping it up. Chopping it up. Chopped and screwed. It's wild. And... Um, to go from there, speaking of that music. Before I got into the music. I've decided I'm not going to be dropping any more projects for a while. Except, every week, I'm going to get a new song on Spotify or whatever service that you use. Apple Music, Tidal. It's everywhere, baby. We got everything everywhere. And... Yeah, man, we're just going to be dropping music every Friday, so stay, keep your heads tuned to the pages, and honestly, you can just refresh the Spotify every Friday, every Thursday night at midnight, you can just refresh the Spotify page and bow, new music, it's going to be a new song up there, and it allows me to actually focus in on, instead of like spreading my, my talents across like seven, eight, nine, ten songs, I'm able to focus on one and then actually get that to be as epic or grand as it can be as a soundscape. And once again, like always, my music is definitely for gaming. Um, listen to wild gaming, especially games like Boneworks, um, multiplayer shooters. I don't say RPGs too much because some RPGs got soundtracks that I'll turn my own shit off for. Sometimes you gotta just move, you gotta turn your music off and listen to what they did. Sometimes you gotta listen to what they did. Final Fantasy VII. Corneo's Coliseum has no reason to be as hard as it does. And then that entire intro sequence when they introduced the announcers and remake, that was some tacking shit. That was 100% a tacking call out. Because that entire energy is just massive. That soundtrack is great. Ghost, sound, Ghost soundtrack is great. 
the music in the Final Fantasy 16 trailer. Final Fantasy 16 in general. High fantasy has never been my shit. But the fact that these boys are going back to it. I've been peeping Final Fantasy 14. I have not played it yet. I'm not an MMO guy. But 14 got the sauce. It got his finger on the pulse of what Final Fantasy is to actually live in that world. And when you take that and bring it to the mainline games in this sense. Because 14 is mainline. But this... That man said, I'm going to kill you if it's the last thing that I do. Now, Sephiroth said in the movie, what is it that you love most and give me the pleasure of taking it away? But that's not a gangster and directors. I'm going to kill you. If it's the last thing that I do. <laughs> that is the most gangster line to say that to another man is some heavy shit. And then in a high fantasy setting, where like you got armies clashing, but outside of that, like when you got a dude in a full like suited armor that step into the town and he won't action, you gotta fight him. You can't run from that. Like there's no escape from that kind of. You can't call nobody. You gotta yeah, hey, he hit. Like you can't do nothing in that setting. You gotta deal with it with these. And whatever summons you got in your bag, you, you got to deal with it with these. That's why I'm fucking with it heavy. Because they already brought over the combat director from DMC5, Devil May Cry 5. We got that home. Can't think of his name off top. I'll probably put it here in post. But it's just like, bringing him over? For combat? All I can see is air juggles. We gonna be in the air so long that the demons are gonna try to breathe us. This shit is no joke. I'm telling you, 16, them vocals at the end of the trailer. Yes. Y yes. Hell yeah. Man, look, that got me hype alone. The, the woman singing about the crystals. And then they said that the crystals didn't have enough. It's time for a change. Are the factions like like supporting the summons? And then we as humans got to like see them clashing. The, the actual logo of 16 itself. You got Phoenix and Ifrit fighting. Ifrit is in darkness. Phoenix is the light. What does that mean? How deep is this going? big is the world gonna be that's what I want to know what's the side mission schemes looking like who is the actual villain who talking shit who cut the dude head off in front of the little boy and splashed his, that boy turned he either summoned Phoenix or he is Phoenix and I need to know I got questions I need them answered today sir Today, sir. I need them answered today. This is not a game, even though it is. I know it's a, it's, it's like actually literally a game, but it ain't a game. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Man, tell me what stop playing with me. I need that shit today. 
I'm so hyped for that. Yeah, 16 bumped all the way up to the top of my list. Bayonetta 3 moved down to number 3 because we ain't heard nothing except that it's still in production. Um, you know, they platinum. Y'all better stop playing with me. I know y'all self-publishing now. Astral Chain is a godsend to men and women and children of this earth. But I'm going to tell you this, Nicholas. If you do not give me any more information on Bayonetta 3, I'm going to boy. We need Bayonetta 3. Don't even, don't even say nothing like crazy. Just show me a level. All I want to see is just, you ain't got, it ain't got to be, a, give me a GIF. Give me a 10 second GIF animation. I don't need no sound. Just let me see a level y'all working on. That's all I want to see. Just show me a corner. Can I see a health pickup? What do the health bars look like? I need, to, I want to know. Why did she get cut in half in the first trailer and then y'all ain't say nothing else? The last thing we seen was Bayonetta getting cut in half. How are we supposed to deal with this? I got questions. I got questions. And with that, I'm just going to end the episode right there. Because I know I ain't going to get the answers right now. What am I going to do? Just sit here and let this record for a week? Like, why on God's green earth would I do that? I mean, this is a Super Gen World podcast, and I just need to figure out exactly, does anybody understand?